1: podcast dedicated to knowing better and doing better for ourselves and others, hosted by me, Alexis Barber. In this show, we invite real people and experts to share their stories about how they navigate an ever demanding society and talk about the personal decisions we make from career to health and wellness. Let's get into it. Hey, besties. Welcome back to another episode. And I am here to tell you today all about how to get a job post-grad. So if you're new here, my name is Alexis. I'm 22 years old. I work full time for Google and I live in New York city. I'm also a content creator. And one of the biggest questions I always got asked was how did I get my job at Google? That's not what this video is about. So definitely go check out that video if you want more information about my specific story. So these are the seven steps that you need to take to get your dream job after college. The first one is to identify your long-term goals in life. Where do you want to be in 10 years? I know that everyone says like, you don't need to know what you want to do post-grad. You don't need to have like an idea of that. You don't need to know exactly what role or career you want to be in in 10 years. You need to know what you want your life to look like because that will, whether you like it or not, inform your goals. So if you are someone who wants to be traveling every single weekend and going to new places and sort of exploring the world, but you come from a low-income background and you decided that you want to go into working at a nonprofit, those two things don't necessarily add up. And so you're going to need to figure out a way where you can combine your talents, your interests, and your resource non-negotiables into one job so that you can have that dream life later on. So for me, 10 years from now, I don't want to be working. I don't want to have to work in 10 years. I want to want to work in 10 years, which means I need to build up enough wealth in these next 10 years in order to have my rich mom lifestyle where I have am able to do whatever I want whenever I want when I was looking for a job what I was looking for was something that intersected with those three things my resource goals which it accomplishes my interests big tech is interesting and finally my talents I'm great at marketing, I just am. I don't necessarily love marketing every single day. Do I want to do it the rest of my life? Not necessarily. However, I am good at it. So those three things aligned and that's why this was the perfect job for me post-grad. Then you need to identify your lifestyle non-negotiables. So when you graduate from college, are you okay with living with four roommates? Cool. Then you can take a lower paying job if that aligns with your long-term goals too. Do you want to live in New York? Do you want to live in LA? Do you want to live in Chicago? Is the work more important to you than where you live? Those are all things that you need to write down and figure out. It's crucial to take into account any financial support that you may have, because that is something that you really want to take advantage of right now. Don't be prideful. If you can save money by living with your parents and it's not too much of a mental strain for you, then you should. I could have stayed with my parents over the last year, but it would have been too much of a mental strain for me, so I made the decision to move out. Either one, it's completely fine. It's about what works for you. And if you have parents who are interested in pitching in for you for those first few years, that will give you a jumpstart to go after your passions and build your life that you want 10 years from now. So take that into consideration, okay? Then you need to identify your workplace non-negotiables. So this will start with the size of the company. Do you want to work in a big company, a small company, a medium-sized company? Do you have no idea? Then do some research. Do you want a manager who is hands-on, somebody who's not hands-on? Do you want to work in a big team or a small team? Do you want to be in meetings all day or do you want to have time to work on your own stuff by yourself? These are all really important things to think about. Once you've identified all these things, we need to start thinking about the industry that you want to work in. Likely, this has already been figured out because you're at the point where you want to get a job. So if you think about the industry, that's something that you either have experience in or you want experience in. And you have the skills that could match that industry, even though you haven't worked in it beforehand. So, for example, I work in I am a marketer. I technically have experience in marketing, training in marketing, but I also worked in consulting for a while. So I had actually only worked in in marketing before I got my consulting job. But I took those skills of strategy and operations, sales, planning, and that's how I got my job in consulting. So those are things that you want to think about as well as choose the industry that you want to go after by auditing the industries you've already worked in and the industries that you find interesting and actually meet those non-negotiables that I talked about in the first part. You need to spend at least one day going into this and thinking about this industry and it needs to align with your actual non-negotiables. If you want to work nine to five and close your laptop at 5pm, then you may not go into banking because it's not going to help even though you want that six-figure salary it's not going to align with you on a day-to-day basis so you absolutely need to take that into consideration before you choose which industry you want to work in big big pause here to tell you that you should never choose the industry you want to work in based on what other people think of you okay i struggled with this a lot in college i had friends who were telling me that it was Sell out thing to go work for Google. I had friends telling me that I wasn't accomplished enough because I was working in marketing. I had friends telling me that I should go to consulting because I'd have more opportunities post-grad. That is all noise that you need to let go. And if you are doing it for you because you've aligned with your values, you've identified your non-negotiables, and you know what you want long-term, then your job is for you. You're the one who has to go to work every day. So all the noise around you, you need to put it to bed. Now it's time to do a personal brand audit. So you are someone who has worked in the food industry, perhaps, but you want to go into marketing. All right, well, why would somebody who sees your resume give you a marketing job? These are things that you need to do. You need to put yourself into the shoes of somebody who is looking at your resume and let me tell you what they're looking for. One, the keywords of their job posting. Two, experience or similar skills to what they need. And three, a good freaking resume. Some of y'all have been sending me some resumes and they are in Calibri or something like that. No, 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 ma'am. If you're tra- applying to one of these professional jobs at uh, a big company, for example, you need to have a clean one page resume in a normal, basic, universal font with three bullet points for every single thing that you've done, your GPA at the top, and you also need to have in those three bullet points quantity you need to have numbers you need to have interesting adjectives you cannot just say created this did this in every three one of your bullet points no we need some variety in there okay and you need to quantify what you did this was a little hard for me when i was first going into these industries because i had worked in marketing for a little bit and i was trying to get my consulting job so when i was editing my resume for my consulting job i wanted to say well I put on this great party and it was really fun and that was amazing. And that's how it felt for me, right? No, I initiated the blogger and influencer relations at the company I was working with. I hosted an event that had over $25,000 return on investment. I brought over 500 clients into the store. Those are things that you need to write down. You can't just say I worked here from nine to five for four weeks and that's it. No, you need the quantity and you need the quality of the work there too. Now we have identified our future, where we want to go. We've looked at the past by editing the resume. It's time to sit in the present. It's time to go on LinkedIn and find 20 roles that you find interesting. They don't necessarily have to be open roles. They could just be someone who's like comes up on your page and it sounds like they have a cool job and they're within five years of post-grad. Those are 20 roles that you're going to want to find, you're going to want to research. And if you have the time and the bandwidth, reach out to them, ask for their email, ask them questions in the email or in the message. Do not ask to spend time with them or call on the phone because people are busy and nobody wants to talk to your ass, all right? You need to ask them one or two questions that you actually think will help them. You need to ask your current network of who you know to connect you with people, and that way you can actually build relationships with them, Okay. If you are still in college, you need to absolutely take advantage of your career resource center because that is 100% going to help you more than you think it is, okay? You need to go there. You need to have them connect you with people. They might know people. They could put you in contact. You also want to connect with the career clubs in whatever industry that you're working with on campus. Use that resource and it will help you exponentially, okay? Don't be afraid to ask for things because scared money don't make money, all right? Once you've done all this and you've got an interview, congratulations and you'll want to come back to this channel because I'll make some more videos for you about how to interview properly for your first job. That is all for today. Thank you all so much for watching. I am so excited to be sharing all these tips with you. I am someone who's very passionate about making sure that everyone gets the equal opportunity that they need to get a great job after graduation and also keep it real with you after you have graduated on your own. So Thank you so much. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to follow me on all platforms. Best of luck on your job search. Thank you so much for listening to the Too Smart for This podcast. Be sure to leave a review if you liked it, it takes two seconds. And follow the show on Instagram at Too Smart for This Pod. Check back every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes. And make sure to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Alexis Barber for more content about lifestyle, health, and career. And don't forget, You're too smart to not love yourself.
0: Say goodbye